excited to welcome my next guest to the Business Enabler. I will give him a chance to introduce himself, name and job title. Yeah, absolutely. This is Logan Wilds. I'm the Director of Partnerships at Sweetfish Media. We are a podcast agency focused on helping B2B brands. Perfect. Uh, I've been connected with uh, Logan's organization for some time now, really impressed with uh, a lot of their content development and really strategy. I know, uh, you know from my previous conversations with Logan and the team there that they've got some really exciting content across all different types of B2B topics. And one of the things that we'll get to uh, as well when we talk a little bit more with Logan here is just a little bit of insights uh, into how you as a listener can benefit from Sweetfish uh, Media. So with that, let's take a, a bit of a step back. Logan, look, I personally am fascinated by your background, but why don't you tell our audience a bit about you, maybe even going back to college. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I, when I was in college, I uh, pictured doing some international travel, and I had a passion for photography. At, at one point, I aspired to be a National Geographic photographer until I realized <laughs> that you know, people will practically pay to have those jobs. It's, it's not very, you know, necessarily lucrative career until you've, you know, established yourself as, as a huge name in, in photojournalism. Uh, but I, I always liked uh, documenting, storytelling, you know, had a little bit of uh, passion for the technology and photography and stuff like that. Um, I, I graduated college in 2008, which, you know, uh, I've always said it's a horrible time to have graduated college. Somebody stopped me on that the other day and was like, well, you know, it was because it's time that it sucked. But it also meant that, you know, you didn't hit the market and jump into sales or jump into something else and, and just have it super easy. And then when the first downturn happened, you would, you know, be faced with this, oh, no, what am I going to do? Having hit the job market at kind of a hard time economically here in the mm -hmm. U.S., you know, maybe it was a good thing. So someone kind of changed my perspective on that recently. Um, but it was also a very hard time to join the journalism industry as that industry was going through somewhat of a decline, contraction, mm. you know, whatever you'd, you'd like to call it. And I, I sold my way into my first sales job for a, a local copier dealership in a college town in Montana, and where I happened to, to be at the time uh, shortly after college, and, you know, kind of took the route of, well, I've been in journalism, I've done internships with newspapers, I know how to start conversations with people, I know how to have tough conversations with people and, and initiate things, so maybe I could maybe I could be a salesperson. Never really pictured myself as, as a salesperson, but kind of sold my way into that, um, got into the office equipment and technology business working for different companies that primarily sold copiers and printers and, and some software to law firms and city, county government, school districts, th those sorts of things, mostly selling locally to, um, to local businesses. And, mm -hmm. you know, through that time, I always had my journalism roots, right? I loved storytelling and I saw the shift that was going on in marketing over the last 10 years that, you know, it was becoming more about creatively and consistently educating people in your market. So started to learn enough about marketing to make myself dangerous and I was passionate mm -hmm. about it. And uh, Sweetfish Media came on my radar through uh, James, the founder of the company, uh, some of the content that he was putting out, the, the podcast that now I'm a co-host of on B2B Growth. 
And uh, there was an opportunity for me about a year ago to join the Sweetfish team, not only co-host the podcast, but start to run the sales function for the agency. So to me, I've kind of found my way into this very fun mixture of a job where, you know, my sales, my journalism, and my marketing experience all come together as I run sales for a marketing agency, um, but very involved in the marketing side and in the podcast side and get to use, you know, my journalism roots interviewing folks. And, you know, I, I'm sure you see it as well. You know, it, it's so much create content and it helps your business, but it almost is as much benefit, if not more, to you as a podcast host because you get to hear stories, learn from successes, learn from failures, pick the brains of uh, people you've had on your podcast. And I've very much been able to do that over the last year. So that's a little bit about my winding career path and, and kind of how it has converged up until now, I guess. I'm so glad that you mentioned James just as a reference point because I think James is a visionary. James and I collaborated on an initiative a while back uh, on the anatomy of a great LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just was a, an enjoyable experience. And specific to a couple of things that you laid out about your background, while wow, really fascinating, by the way, Logan, and I have to ask you this question. So when you think sales, marketing, journalism, is there a thread, a common thread that really ties all three of those together for you? Yeah, I think the the easy one to pull out there is communication, right? Because all of those, it's some sort of communication that's happening. But I think the one at a a layer below that that's a little bit more intriguing and might be helpful for folks to think about is storytelling. You know, I mentioned storytelling kind of drawing me into journalism. Well, I, I realize that, you know, sales is not about just like, convincing people that you've got the greatest product. It is about storytelling. And, and lately, you know, another podcast that I love is uh, not one that we produce, but I follow regularly is the Building a Story Brand podcast with Donald Miller, who's one of my favorite authors and now one of my favorite podcast hosts. He talks about, you know, today in sales and marketing, we need to be telling our customer story where we are not the center. We are a guide. We are a helper along the way. And so I think that theme of, of storytelling and looking at it that way, how can you tell the stories of the folks that you're trying to help? Podcasting is one way to do that, but that also happens in just the way that you explain things to folks, the way that you talk about how you can help them if you're a salesperson, the way that you talk about where your product can offer a solution if you're a marketing person. So to me, it's all about storytelling, and that's what really gets me excited. Logan, that is spot on. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, having a conversation with an executive a few weeks back, and you know, one of the things that we were exploring was just this idea of how this executive enables their business. What are some growth plans that they have? You know, what are some mm-hmm. operational you know, improvement initiatives that they have to really enable business results? And what he said was really fascinating. I mean, he talked about how really – what he is is, uh, you know, he's a translator. He's a storyteller for the business. So he has to take what he hears from one function or one side of the business. He's got to take that to another side of the business if it's best practices. You know, if sales is doing something very interesting that marketing doesn't know about, well, let's connect those dots. If IT is doing something very interesting that finance doesn't know about, let's connect those dots. Because by connecting those dots and really telling those best practices stories, we enable the business. And I want to get your perspective just on 
the concept of how you in your role and generally as a prof, you know, professional, how do you enable the business? Yeah, you know, today, as I mentioned, I head up sales for our, for our agency. And so mm-hmm. for anyone out there listening that you know, is thinking about a career in sales or is in sales, I think the first way you enable the business is, you know, you're responsible for driving revenue. And Correct. Uh, well, one of my favorite quotes is, nothing happens until somebody sells something. <laughs> I'm not sure where that attribution is, but it was someone smarter than me and, and with more wisdom than I have. But I, I love that. So that's first and foremost in my mind because I, I happen to be in sales. But just in a, in a broader context, um, the way I look at it is, you know, I'm, I'm enabling the, the company as a whole. What am I doing to contribute to our short-term and long-term goals as a company? Um, you know, I have both direct reports that, that I manage and, you know, I report to, to our CEO, to James. And so then I look at uh, how am I enabling the people around me both my direct reports and, and who I report to, as well as the other members of our team, how am I helping them do their job better? You know, um, one book I've consistently recommended to folks who listen to our podcast and other shows that I've been on is a book by uh, Kim Scott uh, by the name of Radical Candor. It has a mm. lot of very great information in there about how you communicate effectively, you know, when you're telling stories or when you're translating information from department to department, like you said, um, in that example, or sharing critical feedback to people that, that work with you. And, and that book uh, explains a lot about how we strike the balance in our communication mm. in the way that we, we, we challenge directly when, when um, we need to challenge something, whether that's, you know, encouragement or, or criticism. And we do that in a way that shows that we care personally, and you, you have to balance those two. And so the, the principles from that book have really informed how do I look at how I help my team members and enable them, you know, to use your language there, at being a business enabler, enable mm-hmm. them for, for future success. Um, the other thing I look at, and it's something I pulled from that book as well, is if you are a manager or you are a leader of, of any function, um, and you have folks who directly report to you, I think an important way to look at enabling them that also serves the business is having career conversations and not just coaching and training them on the job today, but looking at them as an entire person, having conversations about, you know, what are your goals, you know, personally, professionally, what are skills that you would like to attain and, and why, you know, why, why are you in, um, you know, this function, those things that we kind of talk about during interview yep. processes when we're finding people, but then they kind of stop there, right? And they're not part of the regular one-on-one. So I think having that mindset of enabling the people around you, not only to just do their job better today, but to improve and grow as, as people. Um, so that, those are some of the things that I think about. Yeah, you, you weave together some really interesting ideas and concepts there. And, you know, look, it sounds like you found your voice, Logan, as a really good sales leader. You know, a lot of what I hear you saying is just you empower your direct reports, you empower your teams, and I, that is very inspiring to me. So let's look ahead. You know, when you – look into 
the next five, ten years of your success story, right, to use the story team, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're writing your success story over the next five to ten years. I mean, what are some, some concepts and some achievements that you would want to include in that success story five, ten years out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things for me, you, you know, just being a, a sales leader, and I think this carries over to other leadership aspirations for folks that are in other functional roles or other industries, and that is to increase my impact, to um, mm. not just grow in leadership stature because I want to be you know, known as a better leader, but I, I actually want to translate the lessons that I've learned as I continue to advance in my career so that I can, um, I, I, that impact can be spread across more people. So, so that's one, you know, one challenge I'm, I'm facing right now is, you know, as a, as a growing startup that is uh, a fast growing, but a bootstrap team, you know, I am, uh, I'm managing, as I mentioned, but I'm also selling. And, mm. you know, that's the case for folks in other functional roles, whether you are, you know, in legal or accounting or whatever, whatever, uh, functional role, you may be responsible for your work, but you're also responsible for leading and managing. And um, I, I'd like to get to a point where I'm uh, uh, doing more leading and managing versus the actual doing. Sometimes if you're in a growing company, there's there's got to be this transition period because just logistically, you know, it has to go that way. Um, but I think that when you're in that position, there's always this balancing act that is a little bit tough. And there are probably folks who manage it out there a lot better than I do. I, I, um, I, I know it can be a challenge. So getting to that place where I can really focus on paying it forward and maximizing my impact to enable, you know, the next generation and the, uh, the folks that, that report to me and the team that we continue to build, um, and, and also just personally having, uh, you know, more time to to travel with my family. Um, I, I've got two kids. Um, oh, nice. On the personal side, you know, goals to uh, continue to spend more time, do some travel there. Um, so that's a little bit about, you know, my mixture of where I'm looking to go both personally and professionally. I, I love that, right? And I like the reference of, you know, you just you as a father because you've got to balance all these responsibilities and roles just in your life, you know, your role as a professional, role as a father. So really good reference. I do have to ask you, we can start to wind down with this. What is an interesting story that you've either read recently, heard recently, something that impacted you recently? And it could be across the board. It could be personal or professional. And, you know, you could keep it as brief as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, th- maybe this is a, a stretch from, you know, a story uh, if you're looking for one that, you know, was kind of firsthand. But um, I'll, I'll go ahead and stretch, and, and you can tell me if we have to totally back up. But another, oh, no, book, another <laughs> book that I've really recommended to a lot of folks that, um, I think is the best sales book I've ever read, but it's not about sales. And I think it's applicable to anyone in any sort of professional experience. It's a book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Ball. <laughs> now, Chris Ball is a, uh, a former FBI hostage negotiator. It sounds like you're familiar with the book, right, Juki? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this phenomenal book um, and, and weaves in how – 
uh, how important negotiating skills are in all aspects of life and business, not just sales or not just hostage negotiation. Um, but that book was just chock full of so many stories. I think that's why I loved it so much is because it was full of actionable tactics that you can use, but it was full of engaging stories at the same time of, of dealing with terrorists and dealing with people who take people for, uh, take people hostage, um, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the Caribbean, in, in America, in East Asia, all over the place, um, and, and translating that to our everyday lives. Um, there were some great stories in that book, so uh, that's another one for me. Great. <laughs> solid, solid, solid. Uh, and I really appreciate the, the call out on that. Look, there is this African proverb, Logan, that talks about how gratitude is the most important skill set. And with that, I want to activate some gratitude here as we round out today's interview. And thank you so much for being on the work that you do with you know, Sweetfish uh, Media, just impacting content development and B2B sales strategies and tactics. Kudos, kudos, kudos to you and your team. I really appreciate this engagement. Any closing thoughts? before we round out? Yeah, you know, on, on that point of gratitude, I think there's, there's two people, you know, I, I'd like to express some appreciation for, if it's okay to just take a quick second, Chuki. Go for it, absolutely. Um, one would be, you know, James, in the way that he's leading our team um, and consistently, you know, looking at new innovative ways that we approach B2B podcasting to help our, our customers win. Um, the other uh, is a, a personal friend of mine and, and customer, um, Ethan Butte, who's the VP of marketing at a company called Bomb Bomb out my way out here in Colorado. And uh, he recently wrote a book called uh, Rehumanize Your Business. And it's all about across all functional roles to be able to connect human to human, even when you're in a B2B environment. And uh, I just think the, the principles of that book are so widely applicable. And he's been such a big proponent um, of human communication. Um, they're, they're a video company. So, you know, that's kind of the angle of their expertise, but just mm. the level of that conversation of better customer experience, better customer interactions, better B2B experiences. So um, he's definitely one, uh, if you're not familiar with and you're listening to, I would check out what they're doing. Follow Ethan on LinkedIn. Um, he's just doing some great things with their show, the Customer Experience Podcast, um, and, and Bomb Bomb is just known here locally in Colorado as um, a, a great company with a great culture. So two, two folks that have been, um, you know, really – uh, influential to me as of late that uh, definitely deserve some kudos themselves. So it's a great shout out for sure. Thank you so much, Logan. Have a, a wonderful weekend and uh, we will be in touch. Okay. All right, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. This was fantastic.